And now, gambling terms. Push, a wager that results in a tie. Even money, bet with the same payout as you wager. Legit, knowing where it's truly legal to gamble in Colorado. You can enjoy legal gaming in Blackhawk, Central City, Cripple Creek, as well as licensed online sports and off-track betting in Colorado. Play legit and gamble only where it's legal. Learn more now at playlegitco.com. A message from the Colorado Division of Gaming. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. The following goes beyond the show and beyond the gram to bring you all the fraud that's fit to be uncovered. This is the Fraudcast, and now, here's your Fraudcaster and the woman behind Frauded by TLC on Instagram, Katrina. Hello, and welcome to the Fraudcast. With me today, I have, as always, Hanakawa. Hello. And a special guest sitting in with us today. We have Hetero Life Mate. For some reason, I got taken up off the couch to come join you ladies, but uh, I'm happy to be here. (laughs) He's joining us for the year-end fun and frivolity that we have in store for you today. Now, just a reminder, you guys, this is a spoiler podcast. You will hear spoilers if you listen to this podcast. So... That's the point. Please keep listening. So, um, hi. How was your Christmas? Um, it was really busy. And yeah. uh, I'm glad it's over. It feels so bad as an adult. You're like, I'm done. I don't want any more holidays. <laughs> it was way too hectic. And now I'm in that time where I'm not sure what day of the week it is, but it's not time to go back to work yet. So, No, <laughs> not yet. Just keep feeding me cheese and and cookies, and I think I'll be happy. Well, you're in the middle of, like, what? You'd said last week, like, a couple weeks off in a row, right? Yeah. I I logged off my work computer and walked out. I didn't even bring it home with me, and that's not like me at all. So it's just like, deuces! Wow. I'm out! (laughs) My boss is like, you have a couple hard projects when you come back, so you might as well make the best of it. Yeah, even me. I mean, I only had two days off. I had the day I actually worked Christmas morning because uh, we didn't have the kids till that afternoon. So I worked Christmas morning and then I was off the two days after that. And even that I was like, what day is it? <laughs> How do you even keep track? It's, it was weird. Yeah, I think I have to go to the office tomorrow, I think. And, and no one's going to be around. And it's it's very strange. But it's almost the know, best I part, have... though, when no one's around, because then you can kind of just oh, like, yeah. I don't want to yeah. say slack, but you can just literally just. Enjoy being alone. So. Right, right. <laughs> Get me out of my uh, Christmas flannel pajama pants. <laughs> well, we have um, so we have a good show in show in store for you today. We are going to do our 2019 fraud and review show. Wow, a yearly recap show in late December. I know. Shocker. How, how uh, unique and different than everything else. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, we were founded on fraud. Right. So we thought we would do a nice recap of all the fraud that we've encountered this year, at least the top fraud moments. Yeah, I mean, there's we a had, lot. Uh, but I guess these are the most impactful, most talked about fan favorites. Yeah, it, Fan favorites. We have some. We had some some fan sourcing out there to 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 go with these. 
I, I figured I wanted to kind of just start off with, I mean, we can talk about the internal fraud, our <laughs> talker of shits. Oh. I was going to say, is that, oh. you said the show was founded on fraud. I was going to say, is that uh, a comment about the original co-host uh-huh. of this podcast? But I didn't say that because I thought, I think nah, that's just a tragic coincidence, right? Yeah, she actually had a court hearing today. Uh Waived her right to a speedy trial. They have a status check at the end of January. It looks like it's going to be a long time before it goes to trial or plays out. So mm-hmm. she was arrest, indeed arrested for fraud in excess of $50,000. And we rebranded immediately uh, as the Fraudcast. So that started off, you know, our our podcast about fraud. That was like the first time I was on the show with you. Yeah. It was after that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, call, I, I gave you like 10 minutes notice and said, I need a co-host. <laughs> kind of like today. Yeah. Well, the people have been asking about you. So, you know, I figured you, you were here. We were recording at a time where you're around. and But you don't need me anymore. I mean, you didn't never need me anyway, but. I always Hannah need Kawa you. does such a great job <laughs> as, as, as the co-pilot here on this, on this ship. You don't need me. This is true. They just, they just want to hear your velvety watch, voice I mean, every few episodes, people. Sure. I barely even watch this show that you guys talk about on this podcast. What the heck do you need me for? <laughs> well, you can give us your opinion on some of the fraud if you, you know, if you think. Yeah. But without further ado, let's get into the rest of the fraud, top fraud moments of 2019. Right. So we, we ranked most of these in order of, I'm not going to say importance, but order of what we think people are talking about the most. And I think we also did put out a poll to at least get uh, the top five per our Facebook fans in the Facebook group. The fraudcasters on Facebook. The fraudcasters. Come join there us. There you go. <laughs> Brain farts on a holiday. Um, <laughs> so we can start with the, we'll say least talked about. And I don't know, it kind of it kind of rolls up into another one. But the first one we have is Veronica giving Tim the engagement ring that he was supposed to or did give to Jennifer. Right. Tim and Jennifer of before the 90 days. And uh, that fraud was when they, what they showed on TV was Veronica giving Tim the ring that he had given her when they got engaged uh, for him to give to Jennifer. And, that kind of wasn't really how it went down. Uh, he had, she had actually given him the ring to give to his previous girlfriend. So he actually, it, it was sort of true in that she did give it to him because he didn't have any money and he was going to propose to his previous girlfriend. So she gave him the ring, but the ring was then already in his possession when they were filming him getting ready to go to Columbia but producers had them reenact it several times, so it was like she was giving it to him for the first time for Jennifer. I think that was probably just too juicy for producers to overlook. Like, where'd you get where'd you get this ring from? Oh, it's Veronica's, and I'm like, holy shit, are you serious? We have to we have to do this. Yeah, exactly. They hung up a lot on that ring and everyone was wondering when he was going to pop the question and if he was actually going to use that ring. Like I was hoping he wouldn't, but whatever we'll get, we'll get recycled, recycled ring, (laughs) recycled ring. (laughs) 
which is not bad, except for when it's a recycled ring of your ex that that relationship didn't work out. It's already got bad juju on it. <laughs> as as uh, Angela said, it's got the voodoo. It's got the voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that was that one. Let's see. Let's go to the next one was, oh, this one's recent. Okay, so, so yeah, the next one is Sasha of Sasha and Emily of this current season of 90 Day Fiance was throwing away the food at Sister Emily's house. That's Betsy's house. He was staying there. The scene of them throwing of him throwing all this quote unquote unhealthy food away in this trash can. Yeah. Before we get Is it because it wasn't it wasn't spoiled yet? Is that why it's uh, controversial? No, it was entirely staged. Oh, the whole thing was fake. The yeah. whole thing was fake, but the yeah. producers um, planted all of that food there and staged the whole scene of having him throw it away. And they, they're terrible actors, so they couldn't get through it without smirking. And Sasha even confirmed on my Instagram comments that it was indeed producer-driven. Now, uh, you said that the, the producers staged the food. That means they went to the grocery store and bought it themselves? Or had it in their it van. Was probably production snacks. Yeah, I mean, okay, all right. The production people, they need some snacks to get through this, I'm sure. Well, because, like, if we were filming a reality show here at our house, right, and a producer said, hey, why don't you go to your fridge and start throwing food away? I'd be like, you going to buy my groceries for me? Like, I wouldn't do it unless they were reimbursing <laughs> well, me for the food. And, and, and that was another that was another part, um, but besides the fraud, is more of the people being appalled that he was even throwing away food. In a house oh, yeah. that he was a guest in, right? So, right. And it was all unopened more. food, perfectly fine. The trash can had a brand new, you know, kitchen bag liner in it. It was completely, <laughs> completely staged. My source told me that they were the production snacks, like that they keep in like the van or whatever. But they brought them in. And, and, and as somebody pointed out, too, like, who keeps snacks like that in the fridge, the, the cabinet on top of the fridge, especially somebody Betsy's height? Like, that's okay. a dead giveaway. Yeah, well, okay, her height, yes, because that's where we hide the snacks to hide them from the kid. Well, yeah, but she didn't have kids at her house. That's I mean, she true. has David there, who's who, and I'm like short he too, be going to college. So. But exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's so cute, though. He is, he really is adorable. And and to to and it's crazy because my uh, boyfriend's little brother. I saw little pictures of him. He was just this little this little dough ball of rolls and a <laughs> smile. And now he weighs like sixty pounds wet. Like <laughs> it was like he was born with all the fat he'll ever have in his lifetime. Oh God! <laughs> so yeah, cute. David's a little chonker, but he's so cute. So um, okay, so the next one. So that was that was I guess. Number nine. <laughs> number eight. The number we, we eight. Have a, we have a lot of them. So like. Oh, maybe they're not numbered. <laughs> we have 12 in total. So. Okay. Uh, now we're going down to number 10. <laughs> okay. So that was going back to Veronica and Tim here. That was Veronica asking Tim and Jennifer about their sex life over Skype. Ugh, just so cringy anyways. Like, that was just so weird. Right. So the scene was Tim and Jennifer are in Columbia, and they're on Skype with 
Veronica and Veronica asks them how their sex life is because that's, you know, the running story throughout their season between Tim and Jennifer. And the sources confirmed that that was entirely producer driven and they scripted that for Veronica to ask that question. I'm starting to sense a theme here. <laughs> and what's that? Producer driven, producer driven, producer driven. <laughs> There's a reason why we have the a podcast. Show is kind of oh, that's all reason for the show. Huh? Got it. I mean, there's there's pockets of reality that I think the producers use to draw on, but you can usually tell those scenes, and it's usually when the cast member has like this smirk on their face because they've done it probably ten times. Right. So and she's like, "How are things physically?" And you're like, <laughs> "So unnatural, so unnatural, ridiculous question." So. Yeah, so that's that. That's the 10, number 10. Number 10. So we're on number nine. Yeah. And that is uh, one of my favorite my favorite cast members from 90 Day the Other Way, Jahoon. And so it came out is that he was running all his interview statements through his translator first. Now, I don't, I don't have much uh, history with this fraud area, so you'll have to... Well, what he was doing is, is it appears that he, he can speak a decent amount of English because mm-hmm. his interview segments that were in English appear to be pretty decent. But he actually had an English level of about one out of 10. And so what he was doing was running everything that he was saying on those interviews through his translator app and reading them in English. That wasn't his like natural English capability. Mm-hmm when he was speaking on camera and they also did have a translator on set they did and that's hard too because i i know from trying to be immersed in other languages how like you want to be sure what you're saying is right you know you're like let me just make sure this is what i want to say but um yeah it would (laughs) i think with marcel they just have him speaking in turkish right I think for most of I guess it, I'm yeah. Su- yeah, I guess I'm surprised if, you know, do it on the the level of, that you're comfortable with. I don't know, but that wasn't too, too bad. No. Um, the next one's fun. The next one's from this season, uh, 90 Day Fiance, season seven. And that has to do with the prenush. <laughs> <laughs> That's a prenup for those of you who not in the know. Oh, thank you. So <laughs> the prenuptial agreement. So, uh, you know, they're casually sitting in the kitchen talking and Sarah, the ex-wife of Mike, comes out and says, are you going to get a prenuptial agreement? And so this sparks like what two episodes of drama between Julianne and Mike regarding having a prenup or what it is or. You know, right. It goes in deep, but that was on trend with being user driven. Right. Right, that was scripted. The producers told Sarah to ask that question. She wouldn't normally have asked that question in such a manner, in such a way, and brought it up right there in the kitchen. Right, and I think even in Mike's live and Sarah's live, they were really insistent that they didn't even want that to be part of the storyline. And I'm I'm assuming they can't say no, so it ended up being storyline. So. Right, right. I mean, we, we've had this conversation before about you know, when, when the producers ask them or tell them to say certain things or s- certain storyline scripted lines, 
how much resistance any of the cast members actually give in response when they go along with it. So yeah. that, you know, that was one where she, you know, they used it and she said it. So could only have been, but so right. much resistance. <laughs> exactly. Or, or after they signed the contract, who knows what's in that contract of, you know, you'll get your fingers cut off or something. If you say anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah so that was that what are we on now seven we're on number seven so number seven has to do with we're going back to before the 90 days the darcy and tom storyline darcy was in london and tom was taking her to the bar to meet up with an ex-girlfriend of his and her friend and that ex-girlfriend was roussel and her friend daisy and that was complete fraud because roussel was not tom's ex-girlfriend it was somebody he knew casually she knew him casually he had called her and asked her to do a favor for him show up at this bar with some friends and pretend like, you know, they'd been together for a while. And that's, that's quite the favor. <laughs> <laughs> they thought, eh, no, you know, what's the worst that can come out of this, right? But then, so they show up and and it's this whole storyline of him having his ex-girlfriend and her, you know, giving her opinion on Darcy or whatnot. But I won't do it. What? I won't do it. What do you the mean? Darcy voice. Oh, <laughs> Oh my no idea what you're talking Can about. Can I go yeah. on like the top, the top 10 list of craziest conversations? So, like that whole conversation was bizarre. Yes, because it was entirely scripted and cut and edited because Ugh. my sources told me about what was filmed and then what actually ended up on the screen. And they cut quite a bit of what they'd actually filmed and made it mm-hmm. a lot, lot smaller and a lot less of a big deal than they originally had made it seem like during filming. Gotcha. Yeah. Hey, fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day, and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times, and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought, like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me, and it's not going to fit right, and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly. And it holds all those bulges in every little, but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it. And it's super, super comfortable. And it is, it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the skims t-shirt collection at skims.com now available in sizes, extra, extra small up to four X. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu. 
So number six. Number six. It's all Pillow you. talk. <laughs> Pillow talk filming. Um, I think we did this in our last episode of the broadcast. Um, basically, you know, we for the pillow cast, pillow talk cast fans like myself, you know, who think they're watching the entire episode and that they're snipping the bits that they reacted the best to. Um, and we kind of went in deeper to realize they only film clips of it and it's done, you know, months ahead and deep into it. But, um, that's kind of disappointing because I was hoping yeah, that, that is disappointing. the whole episode, you know, like, well, and they do this whole, like, hurry up. It's about to start, you know, at the beginning of the, the episode when, as if to make it look like they're watching it in real time. Like, I think even this week they had Tim like, oh, I'm stuck in traffic. I'll be right there. I know. <laughs> it's just like, oh, this is bad. Knowing yeah. it's just because I know it's bad. Um, that, that's, the, that's the only reason why you're like, <sighs> ruined it, ruined it. But um, <laughs> they, they're not watching the whole episode and they're filming it weeks to months in advance. Yeah. That's very disappointing. Think... Well, what about what about the um, the, the couple, the, the girl who cooks dinner in bed? David and Annie. Yeah. You okay, really so like David Annie. and Annie. <laughs> does she do? OK, so how does that work? I mean, does she is that like a cooking show where she has the meal prepared in various stages, uh, kind of put away in storage? And so she's able to like pull out her bok choy you know, whatever, midway through the show and it's already been made up till that point? Or is she actually in the bed cooking the meal? I think she's probably actually cooking the Annie. Yeah. But <laughs> so you guys need to find this. This is the stuff I want to know about. This is the stuff you want to know. Is she yeah. really cooking the food? So we're right. going to have to figure that out. Right. But I think what she, I think what that also feels like, I don't know if you guys have ever watched YouTube mukbangs. No. And it's it's literally people eating on the camera for like an hour or two. Why? So but why though? Because it's cool to watch. <laughs> to watch people eating? Yes. Oh. It's almost up there with like ASMR. Like they'll cook the food and then they'll eat like a just gigantic bowl of noodles while they talk to fans live. It's a thing. Oh my God. And I think Annie would actually, I hope she's listening one day, she <laughs> should do a YouTube channel where she just does no things and answers questions. Well, uh, to the listeners of the broadcast, just say so that you know that this show is not done in that way, that this is indeed in real time. I'm going to leave the show for a few moments because I hear one of our dogs barking downstairs. So I'm going to go let them outside. <laughs> okay. So we're not going to like stop recording the show and then resume <laughs> and I'm still here. There will be a portion of the show where I'm not here because this is being done in real time. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay, darn, go, go take I have care of the dogs for a moment. it's too funny so oh so now we get to get into the top five the top five so the number five (laughs) most fraudulent is caesar's entire (laughs) storyline i love this one this one I think was added His, by one someone in the Facebook group. The entire storyline, <laughs> right? Like not even one scene, but like everything about his storyline and his his phone conversations, his making of the plane reservation that clearly he didn't make because if he actually made the plane reservation and didn't have the funds, insufficient funds, it would have told him immediately. The phone call to the 
airline representative that was probably just a PA in another room. Uh, there's multiple scenes where you can see him holding different phones, <laughs> making phone <Yes>. calls. <laughs> he had three different phones and one was like glittery pink. I'm like, yeah, we do need better. to do better. <laughs> <laughs> do better. Need to yeah, do, so Caesar, what is it? Go back to doing better. But his phone, <laughs> his tears. I think someone actually Googled the number that was on the phone. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the first three. I forgot what it was, but it, it's right. A, it's a New York City number, and we all know what's. It was like, know. yeah, upstate New York, like cell phone number <laughs> that didn't belong yeah. to any airline. <laughs> no. So, oh my God. Completely it, fraudulent. Every time he had that. a single tear dropping down his cheek. Yes. So the story on them, too, was that they had actually broken up prior to filming, that they had really been dating but broken up prior to filming, and she wasn't really willing to... She was only willing to to film a limited amount, which we saw at the end when she showed up on screen. Mm-hmm. Which I think they... I think even then they still had to coax her with some kind of payment. Oh, yeah, for just sure. do that. But um, T- TLC and Sharp sprung to actually film in the Ukraine, so, you know. Well, I mean, they could have already been there anyway, since we know some of the current cast is in Ukraine. Cor- oh, yeah. So, I mean, they could have conveniently been there, said, oh, hey, Maria, we're actually down the street. That's you a good thought. Record, right? Yeah, they're they, there they for... They were out there filming, maybe around that time, because it was like... Um, really bad with timelines but it seems like october was like the time for a lot of the current cast right and mike and natalie are currently as 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 what they show on the show in the ukraine so in real life we know mike is in the united states and natalie's in the ukraine but they were filming together. So, yeah, they could could quite possibly have just taken advantage of the fact that they had a crew there so yeah on the ground yeah Okay, number four. <laughs> I like how they just put entire storyline. So, <laughs> so this was a fra- uh, uh, a Facebook group fan submission, and I still love it. Darcy's storyline is not actually real. Like, I don't know if we have proof that it is or isn't, but I mean, she's like a ninety day alumni. <laughs> 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 I mean. <laughs> Her and Angela have been on a lot of shows. I mean, Angela's storyline aside, but Darcy just seems like she has a cycle of falling in love, ruin love, come back from losing that love. I found another love. So it doesn't seem like anyone's really thinking that her storyline is real. So, yeah, you know, and everything that we learned about Tom being a fraud and then things that we saw happening on social media with, a, you know, Darcy's Viking boyfriend and all of these other things lead us to believe that she was not actually in a legitimate relationship with Tom during that filming. Or maybe her idea of what a relationship is is different than everyone else. <laughs> because, because, and this is what like threw me off, but she was with Jesse for... How many years? How many whatever? And then she talks about yeah. how she's 
been friends with Tom on Facebook for a certain amount of years. So it's like they were practically dating for two or three years. <laughs> she literally like deletes the previous relationship out of existence. It didn't happen. You know, <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand the timeline on that. But Yeah. Like what is she? She was talking to Tom for four years, but she was seeing Jesse during that time. And then allegedly this other Viking boyfriend guy. I don't know, Darcy. <laughs> Or general life mate with his imitation. Uh, so, and we know Darcy's coming back with Tom for another season. So, there you go. We'll see. We'll see, right? We'll see what they're trying to pull on us. <laughs> it's it's going to be like the last season where, like, um, it ended, but it ended with Jesse dumping her and then her going somewhere else. So, this one's beginning with... Um, Maybe she's leading Tom this time. Who knows? The last the last episode of the before the ninety days, if that's what it was, he broke up with her on the phone, didn't he? I think so. Well, it was the was it the breaking up on the phone, or or do we fast forward to the tell all, which we know was actually filmed months before the show on air stopped running. <laughs> It's it's like wormholes. Of, I don't know. <laughs> I, I can see why someone put that up there because it's 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 so messy. You can't. It's unbelievable. The whole thing. The whole thing. Um, but kind of moves us on to number three. Unless you had anything else for. No, I mean that will done. just you know that story more <laughs> will will be revealed as they say. <laughs> right. Keep watching. Um. So Tim and Jennifer are number three. Back to Tim and Jennifer. And this one is of their whole storyline. <laughs> <laughs> this was like a, is this their was entire story. Fraud line. on TLC. Yes. Where Which is what we like to report about. <laughs> <laughs> Tim and Jennifer of Before the 90 Days, what we saw on screen was them meeting in Columbia, allegedly for the first time. And then as they struggled to their compatibility struggled. Mm -hmm. And what we learned was that they had actually already met prior to filming that. They'd met in Mexico, decided they didn't like each other. He came back from Mexico after only a couple of days. Then the show calls and says, we want to put you on. So they told TLC that, OK, we're getting we'll meet for the first time. So TLC didn't even know that they had actually met prior in Mexico. See, that's crazy. Or I guess that one's kind of funny, too, because there's a trend of TLC contacting people like a second too late. Like, oh, we came back from meeting and then TLC called, you know, right. Or right. I, I applied and you didn't get in Caesar's case. They didn't get back to him until after the relationship ended anyway. So, right. Right. Um, I mean, <laughs> if I were the. Uh, opportunistic person i would have probably done the same thing we still wanted to be on the show right right but, um it's just it gets into the whole you know they're not getting along and then even the proposal and jennifer's reaction and all that just purely scripted on their part right but on when top you of the know scripting of tlc hey fraudcasters you know i used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting they were the first thing to take off when i got home but Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in 
just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.